And good morning, friend. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church in South Africa. Well, friend, this morning, in continuation with our theme for this week, which is the war within, I want to talk about personal battles this morning. Now, we spoke about recognizing that there is a battle taking place in us, and this was on Monday. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, we spoke about strongholds, how to deal with strongholds. So today I want to talk about the purpose and outcome of battles and the ability for us to continue fighting regardless of our experience in this battle. Now, one thing that you must understand, friend, is that every battle must be fought. There is no setting out around when it comes to warfare within us. Every battle that you that you do not fight, you automatically forfeit and th- therefore you lose that battle. And thus the first thing that you must engrave in your mind is to keep on fighting. This is something that you must always remember that no matter how you feel, no matter how your previous experience was of the battle that was before, you need to, to keep on fighting. Never give up. Never back down. Never give over to, to the flesh and to sin and to Satan. Never stop fighting back the resistance. No one is perfect on this earth. And every person is fighting a battle within themselves. Remember that. Every person you meet has a battle to fight that you do not know of. And therefore, those that have given up are those who have handed themselves over to the flesh and over to the nature of sin. And you can see this, God talks about this in Romans chapter 1, where it says that they have given themselves over to sin, and therefore God has also given them over to these vile desires because they stopped fighting the battle. It doesn't matter if you lose some battles. Just keep on fighting. Every battle that you lose is part of the journey, friend. It is part of the growth and the transformation that God is doing in your life. You see, friend, Jesus died on the cross for us and paid for our sins. He secured our victory. Ultimately, the war has already been won. Never forget that. And that there are times, and there will be times, of failure in your life. But when there is failure, there is also a provision. A provision that was bought by the cross, or at the cross, by the blood of Jesus Christ. And this provision is grace and mercy. Now, grace and mercy is not an excuse to keep on sinning or failing. And it's not a license to do what you want to do. No, Rather, it is a provision for you so that when you do fail, when you lose a battle, when you are weak, then you are able to get back up again. To get back up and to fight the next battle. To keep on pushing forward. To not give up. To not give in. Even when you do fail, sometimes you can get up again and fight again. And isn't that what what really encourages us or encourages us? That is what we find so attractive in the heroes of this world. When you watch a movie or read a book or hear a story about someone that went on a great adventure, you know, what makes the hero so special is not that they do not fail. In fact, all of them at some point fail. 
that is part of the journey. Without it, the story would just be boring. It would seem insignificant to us. We will not be able to relate to a story where there is no failure and where there is no weakness. But every time where there is a point of failure, what happens? But the hero stands up again. The hero pushes through. The hero keeps on going regardless of the pain, regardless of the failure, regardless of the strength of the enemy. They do not give up, but they are courageous. They get up from the point where you thought they won't be able to get up from. And then they continue to fight and you feel so encouraged and so motivated to see that they are doing that. And that is why we love to watch these stories or to read these books because it gives us hope. And friend, Jesus gave us hope because he did not give up on us. But he died on that cross. And even at the point where he was at the point of almost failing in a garden, where he was praying and he was sweating blood, and he said, Father, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, thy will be done. You see, he rose victorious. He pushed through and he walked up the mountain or up the hill to the cross. And he was crucified for us. But it didn't end there either. He was resurrected on the third day. And therefore he won the victory for us. Now in Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 to 6. The Bible says and we read this on Wednesday. I believe on Wednesday. It says. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. But have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when our obedience is complete. When we fail, we can avenge our failure with victory. We can walk in faith and stand up again and walk in obedience and regain the ground that we have lost in that battle. You know, friend, this is something that made David an incredible man and an even more incredible leader. This is why the people would, would rally around David. That is, this is why they would follow him into any battle, why his mighty men would face hundreds on their own, because David inspired such courage and such faith and such hope in their lives, because he was a man who failed many times. He was a man that made wrong decisions. He was a man that made that sin that failed that was weak at times but every time that David was down he got back up again every time that it seems that there was no more hope David got back up again every time that everybody lost hope and and felt like there is there is no way out David was the one that would lead them to victory and helped him to get up again and to continue walking and to win the next battle you see, David, when he failed, he did not sit in some corner and cry about his failure. David did not carry, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? David did not, um, he was not scared uh, at his failure. David was not cowarding, that's the word I was looking for, <laughs> at the sight of his failure. But no, when David realized that he had failed, he acknowledged his failure. Then he confessed his failure and then he avenged his failure and he learned from his failure and he kept on going forward and won the victory ultimately. 
He did not stop walking with God because he failed. Rather, you see that David drew closer to God when he realized his failure. And also in his victories, he would give God the glory and he would draw closer to God and thank God for his victories. So friend, failure is part of the journey. It is part of the learning process and the growing process. Do we seek to fail? No. Do we enjoy failure? Not at all. Do we rejoice at failure? Never. But do we understand that this is not the end? And that it cannot take away from who we are in Jesus Christ? Yes. For who we are is by the grace of God and not by the works of our victories or our failures. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 to 10, Paul says, And God said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness, because it's God that is working the work. Most gladly, Paul says, Therefore I would rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. You see, friend, a man or a woman of God is a very fearful thing for the enemy. Because when they are beaten and when they are down and when the enemy wants to blow the final blow, <laughs> all of a sudden it's like this: the man or woman of God receives new power and new strength and gets back up again stronger than before and able to fight greater than before. And the enemy is, is baffled by this. He doesn't understand this. Because we are people of faith. And we fight not by the flesh, but by the power of God. Every battle, regardless of the outcome, should draw us closer to God. For when we fail, there is grace and mercy with God to keep on, to get up again and to fight again. And when we have victory, friend, it is by the grace and mercy of God that we can celebrate that victory. And we give the glory unto him now friend here is five steps to help you turn every failure into victory the first one is to acknowledge acknowledge that you have failed don't be proud for the proud person never gets up number two you must confess confess that you have failed to god acknowledge it and confess it bring it onto him bring your sin bring your failure bring your weakness to him do not try to make it right yourself confess it and turn from it number three avenge avenge your disobedience with obedience take up the sword Get back up, stand in your position, your eternal position, your, your position that God has given to you in Jesus Christ. Stand in it and thereby avenge your failure with victory. And number four, learn. Every failure is a lesson for us. Learn from it. Do not neglect to learn from your failures and do not look back on them, but learn from them. So that the next time you face the same enemy, you will know how he fights and you can win that battle. And then number five, friend, you must progress. You must move forward. Do not look back at your failures. Don't go back to your failures. Don't visit your failures. 
remember them as a lesson and progress and keep on moving forward and keep on fighting the next battle. Acknowledge, confess, avenge, learn and progress. Fight the good fight of faith, friend. Never give up. Keep on learning and keep on drawing near to God. Be strong and be courageous for the Lord is with you and He has promised that He will never leave you. Let us be encouraged today for battle. Celebrate every victory and learn from every failure. Thank you so much for listening today, friend. May we experience more and more victories in our lives as we grow. And may we learn how to learn and to turn every failure into a victory. May you have a wonderful day and a a wonderful weekend, friend. As always, may God bless you.